Transformers like video that was Scramble City, right? And it was all just the combiners running around. Oh yeah, it was like the Japanese only uh, OVA. OVA original video animation. You don't have to say the acronym. I'm just you the audience got to get it. No, no one knows about anime unless they're fucking weaves. Is Trans- Transformers not an anime though? You wouldn't consider it anime. No, I mean they have. Oh, uh, certain parts of it are technically anime, right? Because there's yeah, the, the Headmaster and uh, Master Force Victory. Yeah. Sha 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 Victory. Victory. I don't. I'm know that. I'm just pronouncing it phonetically, so that's probably not the lyrics, but that's how I remember it. Yeah. Ra 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 Victory. I don't know. I feel like that's probably what it was. <laughs> Japanese like, or anime openings are usually pretty just like. Yeah. yeah! All right. No, uh, <laughs> Remember the um the X Men um when uh X Men animated series in Japan they had like a different opening and closing and it was really cool. Yeah, the animation was really good. They had a different song though. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. There was a had cable in the brood. Yeah, the most dynamic cartoon openings all time. Spider blood, spider blood, <laughs> radioactive spider uh, This blood. is uh, McVenture Productions. We just talk about um, cartoon animation openings. Let's talk about Teenage Mutant Turtles now. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They really explain the turtles pretty well in mm-hmm. that song. Yeah, you need to get everything you need to know right there. Mm-hmm. Um, Michelangelo's a party dude. Yeah, Raphael's cool but rude. Cool but rude. Donatello loves machines. Leonardo leads. Yeah. Tom's that, that really is the only quality Leonardo <laughs> usually has. Personality trait. Yep, he's the leader. He's the Cyclops of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like any time they try to revitalize Cyclops in the comics or whatever. Like, yeah, we're gonna make. Just become a dick. <laughs> more interesting. Yeah, he just becomes like a anti-hero. He's just yelling at everybody all the time. Cool, I guess. <clears throat> dick clops. Um, I'm Sean. I'm Kyle. This is Space Force. Um, there wasn't a lot of uh, LGBT representation in 90s cartoons when you think about it. I can't think of a single example, can yeah, you? No. I mean, that's more of a real recent edition. Yeah, I remember when you st- I far- first started seeing it, first, first started seeing it in uh, cartoons. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And now mm-hmm. you got like Steven Universe and Adventure Time yeah. and Star versus the Force of Evil. Whatever, everything that's on Cartoon Network. Star versus the Force of Evil, I believe, is just a Steven Universe ripoff, unless someone corrects me. Oh, I don't know. I don't really watch any of the Cartoon Network shows except for Adventure Time, which doesn't. It's not on anymore. Yeah. I, I I watch them because my kids do, but I guess the ones they watch are not are all getting canceled. So Adventure Time, Gumball's canceled now. Mm. Um, <laughs> before I was coming over there watching Gumball, and it's an episode where um they get sucked. Or they, they turn their town into like an RPG, a Super Nintendo RPG. And uh, right at the beginning, Gumball, the main character, uh, his brother's like, Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot your name. <laughs> you know, he's doing RPGs, you have to name yourself. Yeah, yeah, and he goes, yeah. My name uh, uh, is My Butt. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Buttcrack. That, that classic joke that everybody did, <laughs> like Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. Well, what's your name? Uh, I got plenty of help from My Butt. <laughs> <laughs> Dickhead. Yeah, that's always good stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, there's been a lot of really creative um, endeavors with cartoons in the last uh, 15 years or so. SpongeBob. Not SpongeBob. <laughs> I don't know why people think that's going to be some sort of cultural landmark in the future or anyone will care about it. <clears throat> I guess because of memes. Speaking of which, that seems to be 
I don't mean to shit on Gen Z or anything, but I I'm really starting to get bothered by how everyone just communicates through memes all the time. Yeah, I mean it seems really weird that the if you go on like Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, uh, or even sometimes when I text people, there's a lot of memeing. Yeah, even just like like here's a picture that expresses the thoughts I kind of was having, or even like not like just not even a thought I had. Like I don't know what to say, so I'll just quote a meme. Like, not even send you the meme, just quote you something you're familiar with. Like, I don't know, everyone seems really, like, there's no creativity in the world anymore. <laughs> Climate change, just take us out. <laughs> <clears throat> Speaking of creativity, though, we watched the film that was about the, uh, this is when Donald Trump says, make America great again. This is the time period he's talking about. <laughs> the 50, <laughs> 1954. 1962, Baltimore, Maryland. It's 1954. <laughs> is it 1954? Yes. It says what? at the beginning. They're getting polio shots, and it says 54. Mm, is it? That seems weird. I didn't think greasers existed until like late 50s, early 60s. I don't know. Don't ask me. Ask John Waters. Uh, he would know, because it's like a time period he's familiar with. Um, I feel like uh, mid-50s, you get some greasers, early 50s. Whatever. It's a fucking retro... Baltimore, Maryland. I, all John Waters movies are set in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, my uh, my wife made a comment when we started watching. It's like John Waters looks like a creepy uh, Walt Disney, which I think is pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. He's way cooler than Walt Disney. <laughs> um, which which is weird because he looks creepier than Walt Disney. But I have a feeling Walt Disney is probably a lot creepier than John Waters. Is. <laughs> I don't know if creepier is the right word, but I feel like uh, Disney might be a little bit more evil than John Waters. Yeah, is. John Waters isn't really evil. He um. He's kind of pretentious about reading books, but... I Who so, isn't that reads so books? So am I. So, yeah. <laughs> That's usually the only complaint you hear about him on like, the internet and stuff is like... Because he's got a quote where he's like... If you go home with someone and they don't have any books on their shelves, don't sleep with them. And then so, you know, neckbirds on the internet get upset because they're like... They've never read a book. Well, does, ma- does manga count, John Waters, you gay guy? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Does manga count? I guess some of it. Some of it. I'm, uh, Akira's pretty cool. That's like anytime Japanese, like... That's your go-to? Yeah, because that's... Lone the... Wolf and Cub. That's the only one I, I got. I like Akira, Kawa, Bebop, uh, everything. I just fucking hate when the characters just... Let me state my emotion to yeah, you. Yeah, there's... Kyle-san? Exposition dumps nonstop. Characters just say out loud what they're feeling, or there's a runny internal monologue that... I don't... It's just, their storytelling techniques are just not very good. How dare you? I love Japanese film. They're just... Grave of the Fireflies. Anime and manga. No thanks. I think, yeah, I mean, it's just... I was, I'll be nice and say there's a very subset, small segment mm-hmm. of uh, anime and manga that I really like, but... I don't think it's bad or evil. I mean, that's really true of a lot of um, well, yeah, I don't like media. So I got there's like a very small yeah. segment of television. Like, there's a very mm-hmm. small segment. I mean, I like comic books a lot, but there, if you're going to ask me what is the... What's the value in comics? There's a very small segment that it's are beyond like escapism or entertainment. Yeah, which is true. I guess not everything needs to be. Um, not everything needs to be the best thing ever or meaningful art or anything. Yeah. But but everyone is always like that's the problem. I guess that's once again I just don't like nerds on the internet that like anime rather than I don't like anime because they are always convinced that like oh this is. Fucking a work of art. Having Neon Genesis Evangelion is the work of art. It's this wonderful, great philosophical treatise on blah, blah, blah. No, he just fucking threw Christian imagery in there because it's a little bit foreign in Japan. 
He had no idea how to finish writing the series. That's why there's like 18 different endings to it. The dude's he's fucking dumb. <laughs> the show's whack. We watched Cry Baby, as we alluded to. It's the golden age of America. Cry baby, cry. <laughs> Lots of good music. Everyone was dressed really cool. Um, I mean, we just fucking John Waters, Johnny Depp. Ricky Lake, Sally Jesse Raphael, Iggy Pop's in it. I, in his second best role. Oh, after Mona's dad, <laughs> Jesse Mecklenburg, I think is his name, <laughs> or James maybe um, James Mecklenburg. And can you? But let's pause real quick just to talk about how many people were in Pete and Pete. <laughs> yeah, how'd they get like Steve Buscemi, LL Cool J, LL Cool J, Gene yeah. Garofalo was a teacher, I think, in one episode. Yeah, uh, Michael Stipe was like the. Uh, uh, the Ice Cream Man on the Beach in the Mr. Swirly episode, I mm-hmm. think. Uh, Adam West was the principal. Yeah, they did get a lot of random people to be in it. There's mud in my soup. <laughs> mud in my soup. Oh, and uh, best of all, famous for appearing in pornography underage. Tracy Lords. Tracy Lords. <laughs> Hell yeah. It sounds like sketchier than it is. She lied about her age and they didn't check. So, I mean, that's still pretty... Yeah. That's reasonably I mean, sketchy. It, that's like... It's reasonable expectation for pornography in like the 80s, I feel like, though. <laughs> you know, like it's not like it doesn't seem that extreme to me. It's just kind of like, yeah, yeah, I bet that I, happened a lot. <laughs> I guess it did. I, I don't know. Yeah, I expect it's not outside the realm of expectation, but at the same time, like when you're, um, if there's any question in your mind, you should probably be checking on it. Mm-hmm. They're probably just like, I don't know, she seems pretty cool. They, uh, like, I don't know. That's how anybody talks in the porn industry. They saw Into the Future. Like she's gonna appear in this movie, Cry Baby. She's gonna look dope as fuck. Have some <laughs> really funny lines. She's also in she's uh, cool. that Kevin Smith movie um, with Seth Rogen. Oh, Zach and Mary make a porno. She's in that. Yeah. Oh, is she the porn star in it? She's one of the porn stars in it. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie since the theaters. I don't really remember it except for the Dutch Rudder thing. <laughs> that was pretty gay. Um, also, there's a few, like, uh, John Waters' mainstays in it. Like, Mink Stoll shows up in one scene mm-hmm. in an iron lung and just yells, because that's what she always does in movies. <laughs> but, yeah, so, you know, good stuff. This movie is a satire. What? And it's really campy, because it's John Waters. Mm-hmm. So, we'll just get that out of the way. I mean, it's got a very similar comedic sensibility to, like, the Zucker Barley movies, is what I always felt. Zucker Brothers? Airplane. Naked Gun. Oh. Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it's also like. Can't believe you know the Zucker Brothers. I'm familiar with their work. I realize <laughs> that they. Yeah, I guess I didn't make the connection. Did they also do a Kentucky Fried movie? Uh-huh. I think, yeah, I think so. I, I think I am familiar with them then. I just didn't recognize the name. I guess I don't have the name associated with the. How dare you? Yeah, but this is also like the fucking. This and Hairspray. The fucking tamest John Waters movies ever made. Yo, yeah, one hundred percent. This like, is probably the tamest one. Oh, maybe Hairspray. Hairspray is this is PG thirteen at least. Hairspray is PG. Oh, is it? Oh. Yeah, and it's about like wholesome stuff like racial integration and acceptance. The uh, and stuff. the only movie I ever walked out of was the remake of Hairspray. What a joke! Zac Efron, ha. John Travolta as the mom instead of Divine. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh uh, man, John Waters wasn't involved with that, was he? So I don't I'm, feel I'm bad sure about walking the, out of it. Well, the so um, <laughs> he helped create this the um, Broadway version of Hairspray, which did amazing. And then the remake is based more on the Broadway. Yeah, it's like the producer's strip, but it's also like even changed from that. So I don't know how much creative input he had in the remake. 
he got money off of it, which I'm sure, which is great. So good for you, John Waters. But I don't think he really got to participate that much. Good then. I'm glad I watched. Yeah, because it's not as good as Hairspray. It's just kind of like fucking. I don't know. Hey, kids, do you think you'll see this movie? Zach Efron's in it. <laughs> He's he plays Ted Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ted Bundy, the rock star. <laughs> I know him. He's famous, right? He was handsome. Um, got all the ladies. He was handsome and so smart. He only tried necrophilia, or he only tried to like five, seven, only, half a dozen times. Yeah, he only tried to eat the women like twice, and he's nah, not for me. Which I get. Like I'm sure you'd be like, I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> I've already gone this far. <laughs> well, you know, eh. um, maybe we'll watch hairspray next. Nah, we'll, eh, we'll like, do. Let's save it for later. Yeah, I don't like hairspray that much. Any, well, it's an all right movie. I just wish we could watch the real hits. Pink flamingo. <laughs> That's like seventy. Yeah, right? like 70s, even seventy nine. We can is like the most we can stretch. Yeah. Um. Oh well. Just keep in mind, John Waters is the best. Uh, if you get time and you're just on YouTube, not really doing anything, there's a couple like long form interviews with him about his life and career and his beliefs and stuff. It's a really fucking interesting guy. Oh, also, I mean, read his books and stuff too. I just fucking love John Waters. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and just so you know, this movie's just gonna be, like, a bouncy, fun, campy romp. The title, like, literally bounces in, and it has, like, a bounce sound effect. It's like, cry baby, wong, wong. And the font looks like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. A little graffiti. Um, for, everyone's in line getting vaccinated in the beginning of the movie. Oh, man, they're gonna get that tism. Yeah, so, if this movie came out now, if we remade it. As soon as they got, as soon as they got the polio vaccine, they'd all become dumb. Well, no, there'd be so much controversy (laughs) from the anti-vax movement. They'd be like, "What? This is so offensive to my beliefs, my strange beliefs." (laughs) I believe everyone should get polio and be crippled like our (laughs) former president. (laughs) And (laughs) Ming Stoll shows up later in Iron Lungs. She didn't get the vaccination. She's got polio. Now I'm pretty sure it's emphysema. (laughs) It might be. Yeah, but they're all getting uh, vaccinated. If you notice, there's one kid who, like, looks directly at the camera and winks at the very beginning. I always thought that was pretty cool. Uh, they do, like, little bits of small characterization here. Like, so With you old get, radio face? Uh, yeah, so Hatchet Face is in line, looking good from behind. Someone pinches her butt. She turns around, got a switchblade, and she's got scary makeup. <laughs> and they're like, ah. Scary makeup and scary teeth. Yeah, I feel like the dudes behind... I mean, it seems like a small school. you think they'd be aware of who she was anyways. Yeah. But, yeah. It's, but you know, it works with characterization. And then Milton gets his shot, and he's not... He's, like, kind of, like, nerdy, but he loves Hatchet Face. Um, Milton's not nerdy. He's he's cool. He's a handsome. He's dumb, and he's mean. It's everything you need <laughs> from a young man. Yeah, I mean, he's... Yeah, he's cooler than the squares, for sure, but he's the low man on the totem pole, I feel like, in Crybaby's gang. <laughs> After the crybaby girls. Um, Ricky Lake's there. She's pregnant. Uh, she's not a talk show host yet. She's the star of Hairspray, speaking of. And John Waters loved her, so she's in this too. Um, yeah, she's crybaby's sister. Pepper. Yeah, and then uh, also fucking the coolest character in the movie. Tracy Lord. That's Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> I just think she's so great in this movie. Um, I have a... 
I like her parents a lot. Yeah. <laughs> She's just so, like, uh, harried by, like, her loving parents. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, because they clearly, like, they love her a lot. Uh-huh. And then, like, they're like, well, yeah, you do your own thing, whatever. And she's like, come the fuck it, off. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Because they just don't understand her. Yeah. But they they still love her and they want her yeah. to be happy. <laughs> it's a very sweet relationship. Yeah, and, like, she, there's, like, the thing, the cool thing about it is, like, it's the character where, like, you can tell two years from now when she's 18 or whatever, she'll, like... She'll appreciate her parents. She'll have her figured, self figured out more and appreciate her parents more. It's like not that big a deal. But just because she's like 16 now, she's like, fucking leave me alone, dad. <laughs> I don't want to check out of state license plates. Yeah. But, um, no, I have a soft spot for like punk rockabilly girls. Like that's, you know, I'm into that style. So her fucking her haircut is so fucking dope. Her makeup's on point. They gotta dress really. You don't cool. like Allison when she becomes a, a drape? Nah, not as much as Wanda. I'm about Wanda. <laughs> Tracy Lord's got a cool ass face. Um, also, she does this thing where, um, you know, like the old like, um, twenties, thirties, early animations where the characters like never stood still. So oh yeah, she's always, always <laughs> she's always just kind of doing. She like, got that Betty movie. Boop thing. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, damn, that's dope. She does a really good job in this movie. It's pretty cool. Um, so those are the crybaby girls and Milton. He's there too. And then uh, yeah, we uh, we see the squares, and they're just yeah, they fucking look square. The socias. Yeah, they made them look like really like these dudes are fucking dweebs. They're wearing like khakis and like tucked in like Easter shirts and stuff. Yeah, they're Sunday best. Yeah. Do you uh, do you own a pair of khakis? No. Nah, me neither. Um, I did at one point because they were like getting cool in that sort of like ironic way where you'd get like skinny pegged khakis, suck them into your combat boots. You know, I would never do that. Oh, I did. It was all right. But then, um, no, I'm just like really against, um, khakis, any formal attire at this point in my life. I feel like (laughs) it's class warfare. I know that seems extreme, but like. I do think there's something about... I'm not putting on the uniform of the bourgeois pigs. Exactly. Yeah, there's like an element of that too. I'm like, nah, I don't need to try to do that shit anymore. I'm getting old. My blood pressure's all elevated and shit. (laughs) Fuck it. I'm not getting dressed up for this bullshit job and blah, blah, blah. Fucking combat boots. I will say that (laughs) as I've gotten older, my my cynicism level is way up in my... uh, my threshold for for even the smallest amount of bullshit is low. Uh, like the, every job does this, like they do like the whole cult mentality a little yeah. bit, where they kind of reprogram well, you. Like we have our own words, and we call ourselves the the shipmates instead of like the the, yeah. the employees. And I have no patience for any of that shit. No, I don't like it at all. I also don't like how it's become commonplace for like oh we're gonna call it training or anything like that. More we're gonna it's onboarding. We're gonna get you on board. Yeah, no, no, it sounds it. fucking weird. Yeah. It sounds like on board what? It sounds like a fucking cult. It sounds like that's what all corporations, all jobs do that to a certain degree. Like their yeah. training is, it's part of a lot of it's just trying to get you to think and feel like you're part of the team, yeah. Kyle. Like the military as well. Cult indoctrination. But what I don't know, or what do I know? I'm like a 32 year old loser. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's my note. It says Tracy Sobey. Um, yeah, damn squares. Because they, they just fucking look like such dweebs. They're the little buzz cuts and stuff. Anyways, uh, here comes Crybaby. We'll get you a haircut, Crybaby. <laughs> you ever heard of a whistle? <laughs> a whistle. 
Here comes Crybaby, speaking of. We're about to see him for the first time ever. The coolest kid in school. The coolest kid in town. The toughest kid. Most rebellious. All the ladies love him. He's got that single, like, real thick glycerin tear. He doesn't look... He doesn't look that tough. No, he looks like skinny young Robert Downey Jr. Or not Robert Downey, Johnny Depp. I forgot, like, what Johnny Depp looked like when he was that young. <laughs> Do you think he was a, a huge asshole back then, or did he grow into that with all the money? I think I think it might be a recent development, because mm-hmm. I do feel like he was... you got to be careful what we say, otherwise he'll sue us for defamation for $50 million so he can uh, feed his you know artisanal rum and vodka habit. I don't have $50 million, Johnny Depp. <laughs> good luck getting blood from this turnip. <laughs> I'm not going to talk too much shit, because he does a really good job in this movie. I'll talk a little bit of shit, because he's done so many fucking Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I haven't seen one since... You know, um, God, he, there's no... Do you think he'd ever do a movie like this again? I bet he, he can't make $650 million from it, so... I don't know. I bet if John Waters is like, hey, I have a good idea for um, Crybaby... Crybaby Cry 2. 40 years later. <laughs> Crying man. Yeah. Man cry. <laughs> I think he might do it. Still get Iggy Pop I think him. it's time... Yeah. I think it's time for that. There's too much That's toxic the world masculinity. Needs. Yeah. I want to see this real shit. I, I will say there's a little bit of like toxic masculinity in this movie. Um, so, yeah, there is a lot of themes in this movie that I think they're addressed really well, though, because it is satire. So, he's presenting themes and tropes that exist in these 60s romance bullshit Romeo and Juliet movies, Juliet movies. but he's doing it in such a tongue-in-cheek way where it's like, and it's self-aware, so it's just kind of pointing out the absurdity of some of these things. <laughs> I wonder if John Waters is on Twitter, just because that popped in my head. I wonder. I'll I don't know, like, how up to... Hanging out with the kids he is, you know? John Waters up to hanging out with the kids. He uh, <laughs> just made a cameo. If you the, know what I mean. <laughs> on the Independent Spirit Awards, Aubrey Plaza was hosting. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's uh, shit like the 50th anniversary of his first movie coming out. Jesus. Mondo Trasho. Yeah, about 50 years. Man, that's crazy. He's an old man now, an old fella. Uh, you can see Johnny Depp's real tattoo when he gets his shot. He's got that Native American man. The crybaby's not real, though. <laughs> I think he had one that says Winona, and now when she broke up with him, it says Why No Forever. Why No Forever. Why No Forever. Yeah, he loves. Why No. That's pretty good, He's though. got a $50 million wine habit. Yeah. <laughs> that shit's pretty good. Um, I would, like... I don't just, know why I know that fact about Johnny Depp. I don't know where the fuck it came from. Some interview at some point. Yeah. I think it would have been cool. He should have just gotten the Cryberry tattoo. That's what I would have done if I was appearing in <laughs> the I should have got the actual teardrop. Yeah. And then just told people he killed someone in prison. Yeah, he didn't deserve that tattoo. <laughs> no, he didn't. I was thinking that during that scene, I was like, hmm, hmm. He hasn't killed anybody yet. <laughs> was he going to kill Allison? <laughs> Electricity killed my parents. <laughs> Um, Are we still at the opening of the movie? Yeah, well, he, he's, you know, he's, so he gets his shot, he does that one single tear, which is, yeah, what a wuss. Ladies all love. But you see how thick that tear was? That's a, it's he's like got a, some tear duct problems. <laughs> it's, little, it's like gelatinous. <laughs> Looks like hair gel. <laughs> um, yeah, so whatever, shot, they're done getting shots, that scene short of the movie, um, our scrape, she's part square, part drape. Uh, is in the crybaby because I mean he's young Johnny Depp. She comes. Oh no! She's the one of the best lines in the movie. She steps outside and she's just like, "I'm tired of being good." <laughs> Goddamn, Johnny Depp's got me all boned up. I'm tired of being good. 
Which I get it. Have you ever had that feeling where you're just like, man, fuck this shit. I'm tired of doing the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting weird tonight. Uh, yeah, the drapes are all hanging out. This is where we see uh, Wanda's parents for the first time. And the crossing guard is Wanda's mom. And she's like, we're having blah, blah, blah for dinner. Look both ways before you cross the street. And she's like, good job, teenagers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> pointing out the fact that they're treating them like children. Yeah, yeah. Good, you're so, well. <laughs> yeah. That's not how we handle crossing the street, teenagers. <laughs> That's not what we do. Yeah. The best form of parenting. Mm-hmm. Talk down to your children. Oh no, that's not the right way. Well, I was thinking that was a commentary on how we treat teenagers, teenagers yeah. in high school, yeah. In the broader sense. Aside from her just being an overbearing mother. Uh, yeah, and then her dad's the bus driver. And he's like, we count uh, out-of-state license plates. I saw one all the way from... Oh, dad, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> and you know the other driver's like, damn, I wish my parents loved me. <laughs> parents loved me. He's like, that's good, dude. Cryberry's grandparent, grandma, loves him, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that's his actual Ricketts. grandma, right? That's what we're supposed to... Yeah, that's a, their grandma. Ramona Ricketts. She's pretty badass. And the, She's no Belvedere. <laughs> he, he cut his hair for this movie. John Waters said he saved a lock of uh, Iggy Pop's hair and he still has it. <laughs> I'd do the same though. Pop. Where, I put it in lock. I put mm-hmm. it in a locket and wear my my neck. And when you open the locket, it'd be like I'm a street walking cheetah <laughs> with a heart full of napalm. Damn, you ruined my joke about him a street rocking cheetah and a heart full of napalm being in a bathtub. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the drapes are gonna take off, have a good time. Um, Grandma's here to pick up. Why can't I remember her name? Allison. Allison. And f- Brad? Is that what her boyfriend's name is? He looks like a Brad, but who knows? Fucking, um, we'll say his name's, uh... Why not go with Brad? Brad or <laughs> the Tanner. The Bradster. It's Brad or Tanner or Jaden or, you know, like those goofy... Dylan. Yeah, goofy, like, white dude names that you hear sometimes. That's what he's got. <laughs> Kyle, technically. Kyle's like kind of a cliche one now. Is it? Yeah. I hear a lot of girls named Kyle. Really? Kyle, not Kylie? No, there's a straight up Kyle. There's hmm. some girls named Sean, too. Hmm. Interesting. Kylie is a slang term for a boomerang in Australia. Oh, is it? Yeah. And also, uh, very, and then extrapolating on top of a boomerang, Kylie then also becomes a slang term for like a girl that, like, you, you know, you just got her on the leash a little bit you know because she it's always offensive. comes back around it's offensive Kyle I know but it's I, super you should apologize right now um, apologize for coming up with that offensive term I didn't come up with it no you did We're I apologize here. that sometimes that is a reality that happens um, it's not <laughs> something that I actively participate in but I do think it's really cool how language works <laughs> so fuck you <laughs> uh, his grandma's got a fucking bomb ass line um Oh, you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Her grandma, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're in the car, and Allison says something like a little, a little too risque, and Grandma goes, "Where'd you learn those jazz words?" Yeah, that's great. <laughs> you talking jive over here? <laughs> those jazz words. Got some of those jazz cigarettes. <laughs> You've been smoking that tea down with the coloreds. Mm-hmm. Um, Crybaby doesn't drink and drive. He's responsible. He Crybaby always wears a seatbelt, and he always signals his lane changes. Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't, because the very next scene, he's doing some dangerous driving. <clears throat> or is it? He's always in control. That's right, because he's not drunk. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're singing a doo-wop song. Mm-hmm. It's, like, pretty cute, you know? <laughs> if, if there wasn't the danger of, of I think death that, involved. I, I think that makes it better. 
but you know, this movie stuff. I don't know if you'd want to do it in real life, but you know what you would want to do. Uh, you've seen uh, the Michael J. Fox Teen Wolf, correct? Mm-hmm. You would do want to dance and surf on top of a moving car. Yeah, I feel like for a while they tried to because of that movie the news and stuff tried to make it seem like that was <laughs> that was a, a problem dangerous trend that was taking place like everyone was just trying to he's out there teen wolfing yeah, man they're fucking out there teen wolfing and uh, I don't know anyone who did that fucking we used to ghost ride the whip though <laughs> <laughs> so basically the same thing that was dumb as hell that's not quite the same thing. No, I actually think like it's a lot less danger involved than Ghost Riding the Whip. Kind of a lot, a lot safer, really. I remember one time, um, so we were doing it like in high school, goofing around, being dumb kids. But then I remember one time, I was like, "This is when I'm like 25, living with a couple roommates, way you know? past the time you should be Ghost Riding the Whip." Yeah, and then uh, we're having a party that night, and it's like the very beginning of the party. So like, so far it's just my roommates, some girlfriends. And a couple of our close friends are coming over. Get the party started early, you know. And uh, we're outside smoking and we just hear like so much bass coming down the street. And I'm like, oh man, what could be going on? What's going on? And then uh, <laughs> creeping up comes like three of my friends ghost riding the whip. Like listen to E-40 like loud, <laughs> just coming down the street. And I was like, oh god damn. It was cool. But then also like some of us were like around 30 at that point. <laughs> so it was kind of weird, but... It was a good time. <laughs> it was very, uh, I'll remember, I'll remember that forever. So the problem with these drape girls is they're wearing hysterectomy pants. Yeah. <laughs> That's what grandma thinks. Because their pants are tight. I guess she doesn't want them to wear pants at all, right? Yeah, that's why you, you gotta wear skirts and dresses and sk- they have to go past your knee. Mm. You don't really see any of the drape girls wearing pants too often though, except for Allison when she gets her makeover. And she looks kind of like a gypsy. She doesn't look like rockabilly. No. More bohemian. Well, she's a, she's not a drape, but she's not a square, Kyle. She's a scrape. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, kind of skipped over it. Crybabies, they're, all the drapes are singing a song to Allison because Crybaby's like, I'm going to get that. Mm, I'm going to get that. Uh, they're driving real dangerously close, singing at her. Presented very dryly. <laughs> but you're like, this is kind of goofy. Um, Allison and Grandma and Brad, Tanner, Jaden, they're on the way to, uh... <laughs> Brad, Tanner, Jaden. Brad, Tanner, Jaden, they're on the way to a talent show at the fucking finishing school. That her Grandma owns, yeah. Yeah. Um, Remember the three Bs. Baloney, 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 and baloney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the talent show is whack. Fucking Brad's got his little doo-wop quartet. <laughs> The Whittles, right? That's the haircut they talk about having too. <laughs> They're fucking whack. I hate them. I mean, the song like, cool. I here. could be a dream, or life could be a dream. Yeah. The, <laughs> I mean, the song's like cheesy and corny. I love that song. Yeah. Um, the voice, the people singing do a good job, but like, those fucking four nerds, man. <laughs> those squares, they really are squares. I don't. I don't really like the. I don't. I never really got the barbershop quartet thing. Like that's. It has an interesting sound. Baby, on board. Yeah, the Simpsons episode. B sharps. The B sharps. Uh, there's a cool sound to it, but like just the um that time period and the the way. Yeah, I like the sound, but like the aesthetic that goes along yeah, with it. Yeah, it was not, like what I don't was, mind a fan what of that. was that supposed to be? Like, what are you trying to do? 
No one's ever going to rob you because I think your wallet's empty. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then juxtaposition, we go to uh, the summer camp that Ramona Ricketts and Iggy Pop own. Turkey Hill or Turkey... Turkey Point. Turkey Point, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we get to see the uh, contrast where this is where the poor kids hang out. Yeah, uh, Maryland fought for the North in the Civil War, so that flag should be burned. Yeah, it's weird that the Confederate flag is displayed so prominently, but... No, no colors. <laughs> well, no, the there's actually... yeah, I know. It's like the very next scene after they show the fucking Civil War flag. Yeah, <laughs> there's uh, Dupree. Oh, and um, we get our first introduction to uh, Lenora, right? Lenore. Yeah, Lenore. Or is it Len- no, I Lorraine? It's Alan. It's, it's Lenore. It's Lenora. Lenora. Uh, she's got it bad for crybaby. She's, she's got burnt- Mondo Gazungus. Mondo Gazungus. She uh, burnt a CB into her thigh. For Crybaby. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, for Crybaby. <laughs> and she's like, check it out, Crybaby. And he's like, get out of here. <laughs> I'm not I mean, really... fun fact about Maryland, I guess this is probably why they had the, uh, the Civil War flag, or the, the Southern flag, is they were the only, I think they are the only northern state that was a slave-owning state that remained with the north uh, in the civil war mm-hmm. i think the so Wait, was there one more man my knowledge of civil war is is loose it's shaky as best yeah. listen to the last dragon episode to find out <laughs> <laughs> so uh i don't think the confederate flag is displayed here for it's displayed i think it's to make you think of like poor white trash is i think it's, the it's idea. yeah um so i think there's a specific personal historic reasons for john waters to put in there because i think he's familiar with these type of people that actually exist in Baltimore because that's where he's lived his entire life. I think they might display the Confederate flag. And as much as I love rockabilly, the psychobilly scene and that sort of stuff, there is still a contingent of people in that scene that are kind of crackery. And even though they might not be vocally racist, like members of like the Nazi punk movement and stuff, they do still have some appreciation for the Confederate flag and some weird crackery hillbilly stuff. So... Unfortunately, go fuck that's yourself. Kind of part of it, <laughs> so I wasn't too surprised to see it. I was just like, eh. Oh uh, yeah, that said, uh, to make up for it, uh, John Waters is like, don't worry, Dupree and his gang hang out with them too. <laughs> yeah, but they don't do shit. <laughs> they, <laughs> when they everyone gets arrested, you see that his gang and all the black people that were there, are like in a completely different like truck, getting pulled away. Well, it's the 1950s. That's yeah. why. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what hairspray is all about too. Is like. He's making a mockery of like how backwards yeah, yeah. American society is and stuff. So he's got like a real delicate touch with it in this one. But John Waters is aware of the shit, you know. <laughs> I got some comments going for this one. We get some, uh, <laughs> some of the jailhouse scenes. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, uh, Milton's parents are really into Jesus. We see him in the parking lot. Yeah. And let Jesus be your gang leader. <laughs> well, I mean, let's, Jesus was a gang leader. Yeah, he had, The apostles were a fucking gang. Man, how many apostles? He had 12 of them? 13? 13 apostles. 14 apostles? Man, I don't even have 13 friends right now. <laughs> Couldn't even start my own gang. I mean, if I count you, I think I got like four. Yeah, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Oh, butt naked. We missed Iggy Pop in his butt oh, naked. Oh yeah, he's uh taking a bath in like um, what are those things called? A wash basin. Mm-hmm. Wash basin. A wash basin. Uh, I like how happy go lucky Iggy Pop is in this movie. Like the way he's playing most of the time, because normally he's kind of like serious. Uh-huh. I mean, he's not even that serious in real life, but usually, oh, yeah, well, everyone makes him be serious. But in this movie, he's like, oh boy, I can't yeah. wait to show you your new motorcycle. <laughs> 
here's a baby crib made of bones. Right when the um, Lenore first shows up and talks to the crybaby, right before that, there's like uh, a line of greasy dudes and a line of greasy girls doing a little doing, dance. Yeah, like a synchronized dance thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just like as a little transition. <laughs> I don't know, part of me is like, why is that there? And then the other part of me is like, I don't know, I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, yeah, so he, um, they Oh, get... there's also that creep outside, uh, Turkey Hill. Nudie... Oh, Toja. <laughs> nudie cutie. Nudie cutie. You want to be a nudie cutie? Ah, three dollars. You show up. You have them. Why not show what you got? <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, you can tell this. That guy is... would later go on to rape and murder three women. No, that's, um, fucking Larry Flint. That's what I said. What? <laughs> <laughs> You take that back. Larry Flint's not <laughs> crazy kidding. like Hugh Hefner. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm the fucking character. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dojo. He actually looks like uh, one of the um, higher-ups at my job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah I now I know why that one dude that uh, goes around making sly comments to all the uh, black and brown people is still there. Oh, yeah, because there are no rules. Um, I'm sure people listening are familiar with this. Uh, again, everyone wants to talk big on the internet, like some sort of like male privilege doesn't still exist in the workplace or some bullshit like that. Like, yeah, it does. You walk around and see it all the goddamn time. Just fucking be honest about it, you fucking dickheads. Yeah, it's not the film industry. is not the only one that has Me Too problems. No, you fucking you see it every goddamn day in your regular ass fucking. You just ignore it because it makes job. you feel better. Or fucking when you do call them out on it, you get in trouble. Or you call them out on it and they just do that stupid deflection and shit. Like, oh no, I'm just blah, 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 man. Fucking, if you don't work out right now, fucking stomp your ass, man. Step <laughs> on your neck. Fucking punk ass young boy. God damn. Got violent real quick. Yeah. <clears throat> shit pisses me off. Oh, whatever. Uh, Crybaby's the happiest juvenile delinquent in Baltimore. He'd be mad too. He'd fight those fools. <laughs> Uh, he's got a fucking so he gets his motorcycle and he's immediately like I met a girl I'm gonna go get her <laughs> and the he's riding the motorcycle and you know he's going fast because he's like Sonic he's gotta go fast his hair is staying in place though how strong do you think his pomade is he's it's dap- super strong he's dapper, dapper, dapper Dan, Dan. <laughs> he's dapper Dan man um, in this place a geological oddity two weeks from ever <laughs> two weeks from ever geographical oddity it's a geological which rocks <laughs> that'd shit. be different that'd yeah. be like volcanoes <laughs> volcanoes <laughs> Yeah, it's so he, he rolls up to the um, finishing school, and he's like, "I'm Allison. I'm taking you away from all this horror. <laughs> Allison, I'm here to groom you." <laughs> yeah, well, she doesn't want to be good. She's like, "I'm tired of being good." Yeah, I want to be groomed. And then, uh, of course, Brad's like, "You can't go," and she's like, "You don't own me." But That's let's right. see what the Supreme Court has to say. <laughs> Justice Kavanaugh. Well, well uh, luckily though, her grandma's like. Low key, kind of like okay, yeah, she's yeah. kind of all right, <laughs> and she doesn't really like Brad, I don't think. So she's no, like, she's been rebuking him the entire movie. She's um, like, "What did I tell you, Brad? Women not- don't like to be pawed." Yeah. So she's like, "All right, well, just don't get your dress dirty." Is it Belson? It's definitely a B name. Oh, Belford. 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 Buford. <laughs> it's uh, Bubba. <laughs> Bubba. Nah, it's definitely not Bubba. <laughs> oh yeah, the drape. One of the drapes would be more likely to be named Bubba. Mm-hmm. It's the that's the real low man on the the crybaby gang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you don't hear about? Yeah, she's just like just don't get your dress dirty, pretty much. And it's like, oh my god, Allison, you're about to have the fucking wildest weekend. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to let's go back to Turkey Point. Hell yeah, that's where the party's at. They're having a fucking show. 
this crybaby band, everyone's gonna slow dance and kiss really fucking hard. <laughs> uh, first thing we see though is got some baby drapes because uh, Ricky Lake's got two kids already, and this little baby drapes. They're pretty cute. I like uh, they're little kids. They don't really know how to act, but like it's integrated really well into the film, so it just comes off as kind of like charming, funny, yeah. and endearing you know, instead of being annoying. Uh, yeah, the first thing is first, man. Fucking, she needs a makeover. Cause <laughs> crybaby girls use their bazongas as weapons, and Wanda does shortly after. This. <laughs> like, literally, it's foreshadowing time. Yeah. yeah, as we I said before, she gets a makeover. She doesn't necessarily look like rockabilly. She just kind of looks uh, bohemian. She's the one wearing hysterectomy pants, though. So. No, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, she comes out for Crybaby's big number. King Crybaby. <laughs> Fucking everyone knows the lyrics to it. Like, he's definitely, like, the coolest local band in town. You know? <laughs> like, king of the scene sort of thing. <laughs> That's Crybaby. <laughs> Uh, the song's really fucking dope. I love this song. Who wrote these songs? I didn't mean to look it up, but I didn't do it. Oh, um, what is it? his name is like Patrick Williams or something like that. He's the music producer for this and Hairspray. Ah. He's a friend of John Waters. What? As that doesn't make sense. Cast and director Pat Moran for most of John Waters' movies. Known him since he was a kid, grew up down the street. <laughs> John Waters pretty much only works with people... That he knows from Baltimore from forever. Because he's gangster like that. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, yeah, the song's really dope. I really like the guitar. It's just like... <laughs> I did notice there's um, some like piano key flourishes in the song. You're like, where's the piano coming no from? No one's playing piano. I was like, Wanda's just playing the triangle really well. Rocking that triangle. The triangle is the cowbell of the 50s. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got stand-up bass, which, uh, I don't know, I guess a lot of people think it's kind of goofy, but like I said, I'm into the rockabilly, psychobilly shit, and I always thought it was cool as fuck when someone was playing stand-up bass. And he even does that cool trick. We spin it? <laughs> yeah, he spins it, but he also picks it up like a regular guitar mm-hmm. and he's playing it. Like It's cool when they people do stand-up bass tricks. I don't care what anyone says. Get off my internet, you damn kids. <laughs> It's a lost art. <laughs> yeah, you don't see... Well, yeah, there's not, like, any new, like, Psychobilly bands coming out, really. Uh, Lenore's, Tiger Army will never die, Kyle. No, that's true. Their last album from, like, two years ago was really good. Not super rockabilly. Uh, more, like, a broader country sound, which I'm alright with. Oh, yeah, Big Panties. Lenore takes off her... Big old panties. Big, big old, old granny panties. Big old 60s panties. Like, that's, all they, that's all they had in the 60s. I don't yeah, know. it's crazy. <laughs> Um, so, I think it's cool, uh, the freedom that women have now, like, cause you know, like, bikinis, a lot of them are, like, thongs and stuff now, so, like, girls can just have the ass out. Yeah, I don't think that's cool, cause there's a danger in thongs, like, that, that poop will travel right up that thong string to your vagina, and you'll get, like, some poop in that vagina. Oh, word. Well, I, I mean, I think it's cool for letting women dress how they want to dress sort of thing. But. You want granny panties. Well, no, like. I demand everyone wear granny panties. You guys, this town is like footloose, but instead of dancing, I'm, it's granted pants. Like, based on um, like a lot of my girlfriends and my experience and stuff, uh, you guys, like, I've talked to them about it. Does this like, feel comfortable when you like this? Yeah, like, all the time. All the time, like, um, only time, I had one girlfriend, the only time she would wear, like, anything but thongs is when she's on her period, and she'd wear just some, like, like, you know, old big panties and stuff. 
It was cool because um, it like make <laughs> make it look like like Macho Man or Hulk Hogan because you know they wear their yeah. their, 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 their little undies up like really high in their waist. So I always like, oh, here she comes. This is a fucking WWF <laughs> blank. I won't say Coming in at 110 pounds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I won't say her name on the Hailing from Venice Beach, California. <laughs> yeah, but that was always really cute. But aside from that, yeah, it was always like bonds and stuff. And I was like, you don't get uncomfortable? And she's like, I guess I'm just used to it now. And I'd be like, you got a callous butthole. <laughs> but I mean, I've, I'm no, I don't want to be one of those dudes who's like, oh, I know what women should wear and blah, blah, blah. If you're into it, you're into it, I guess. It just seems crazy to me that you don't ever wear comfortable panties. Yeah. Oh, well. Bras also seem very uncomfortable, but... I think those just are. Whatever, though. Do what you gotta do, girls. But, shit, those panties are big, man. <laughs> I just, Carby just kicks them to the side. That's what I remember. Yeah, just well, yeah, looks like, um, they finish up the song. Everyone's Allison comes up and joins. For oh yeah, she's somehow. Oh, she. I guess she's freestyle and just you know straight off the dome. A little Vince Staples action. <laughs> five finger, five fingers of death. Um, everyone's pretty like turned on by the song because afterwards it's like oh it's makeout time. Everyone's out on the lawn on blankets, kissing real hard. Allison's like, I don't want to get mononucleosis. <laughs> <laughs> Probably he's like, I'm an orphan too. Electricity killed my parents. Electricity ah! killed my parents. I just love um. Excuse me. Is that tattoo real? The electric chair one. <laughs> yeah. No, that'd be cool. I, I want to get that one. <laughs> um, I just love how uh, serious and intense Johnny Depp delivers most of his lines, just because you know he's supposed to be like a real like James Dean, mysterious like sad boy kind of thing, but <laughs> it's just. Like everything else in the movie, it's so self-aware, and Johnny Depp is aware of what he's doing. It's really good. <laughs> Electricity <laughs> killed my parents. Electricity killed my parents. My dad was alphabet bomber. A is for airplane. B is for barbershop. <laughs> C is for car wash. D Boom. is for drugstore. Boom. Boom. E. If he had only bombed the electric chair, he would have been safe. Yeah, that's what he would have done for E. <laughs> so close. And then his mom um, could barely read, but they fried her anyways, which does sound like, you know... American justice. You know? uh, it does a little bit, but it seems like a lot of the time wives get off on the serial killer thing. That's true. A lot of times they're just like, I had no idea. <laughs> I didn't know he was keeping all those children in the basement. How am I supposed to know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You just, you know, you got a secret life. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's why you gotta get like Manson's girls where they're like, fuck you mean I killed form. It's the real ride or die shit. <laughs> That's what you're looking for, boys. Young man out there listening, you want to get a gang of girls that'll kill for you. Crybabies girls. <laughs> uh, the fucking squares show up, man, and they're causing like a lot of property damage. <laughs> First of all, there's a lot of like tongues involved. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're all kissing like super hard, like real lickety lick lick, which is fine. I mean, I guess they're supposed to be like young kids, you know? Except for Iggy Pop and... Uh... Oh, they're just madly in love. <laughs> Belvedere and uh, Ricketts. <laughs> and they're playing it for laughs, too. It's just really... <laughs> I'm sure... I feel like there's a lot of people I, I can show this movie to in that scene where they'd be like, oh, what? Gross. But like, I don't, to me, it's just like really funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're all kissing really hard, doing like extreme licks. Like, throws a passion type licks, you know? You know what I mean? Some of them are. Some of them are just like, let's do twirlies with our tongues. Mm -hmm. We're both helicopters. Um, <laughs> the baby drapes are just like, oh, gross. But they switch lollipops. 
to get herd immunity, obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but then the squares show up. Fucking, they're painting on the car, smashing windows. They set Crybaby's bike on fire. Like, I don't care about, like, the sort of, like, class struggle that's going on in Baltimore at the time. <laughs> and the injustice served upon the poor as it's perpetuated even nowadays. Like, I feel like the extremity of the squares' crimes, like, they might have gotten punished that time. I don't know, man. It's the 50s, and uh, I know what happened to Black Wall Street. That's a good point. Yeah. And then even, um... Shit, well, that uh, kid in West Texas that was killed, the punk rock kid. Oh. And the dude got off. That was like fucking 1999. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, if you're a little bit outside the norm, people can kill you sometimes. <laughs> yeah. uh, everyone, every person of color in the LGBT community is fully aware of that. <laughs> but for white, middle class white listeners, sometimes people can kill you and get away with it. <laughs> That's why you always got to toe the line. Speaking of which, this is a scene where they have a full-out brawl. There's a fight, and then immediately cuts everyone being arrested, and you see all the uh, black <laughs> folk that are at the party. They're in, like, barbed wire, cage, pickup truck, like, chain gang together and shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the white people don't get it much better. They get it locked into a paddy wagon. Yeah, they got the paddy wagon. Well, and the only people who really get off are the, uh, the socias, the squares. The squares. Even though they're the ones that caused all the property damage and started the fight. Yeah, they just showed up causing them problems. In fact... I mean, probably just the bias of the movie and John Waters and stuff, but the squares seem to be responsible for all the problems, problems in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Hmm. Seems like it's kill, it's kill the rich. The but, squares are a bunch of cock blockers, that's for sure. Well, I, I guess so. Brad's just mad that Allison went with them, right? Or like they might even have like a collective tribal madness about it. Like, oh, oh, take a... We're not all women. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's how I feel like it. Yeah, I think that's kind of the motivation, right? <laughs> One of my notes in this scene it says John Waters is better at action than half of the directors we, we watched. <laughs> yeah, the fight scene's actually directed really well. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, <laughs> there's a couple like I mean, there's some close cuts, but like all the background yeah. shit is really interesting too. Um, I like when he's on the motorcycle and like, come on, Allison, let's make our daring escape, and he gets like ten feet. Sometimes yeah. the cops, <laughs> but all the lady cops just have nightsticks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You can't trust him with guns. <laughs> and old Brad Belford, Jaden, is like, oh, they hurted me. <laughs> Allison. Allison, I'm all hurted. I <laughs> came here and picked a fight and they punched me in the mouth. No, they hurt him just because he loved her. <laughs> yeah, okay. Which is fucking, <laughs> what a weird shit to say. <laughs> they hurt me because I love you so much. <laughs> and she's like, uh. For a second she thinks about it because she's like, I don't know, you probably shouldn't get beat up. But then it's like, uh, yeah, he should. Yeah, you see, he set Cryo's motorcycle on fire. <laughs> he's he's not cars. dead. <laughs> yeah, but they all get arrested. What's going to happen next? Well, can we take Wanda the fuck home? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the funniest lines <laughs> in the that movie. That is the funniest line. I like that they build up to it by um, bleeping it out. <laughs> and their parents being so clueless. And I was just like, Judge, can we take Wanda the fuck home? Yeah. <laughs> 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 It's, this is it's you, a word. The, the funny part is like how accurate the data is. It's like a, it's a word that Wanda uses to make herself feel more important, which <laughs> feel older than she is, <laughs> which like, is true. Like an adult, it's like, oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> this is where you start to see Grandma's true colors too. She's kind of like, this is kind of fucked up. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, they take away um, uh, Crybaby's sister's kids. Um, they're gonna take all of Iggy Pop and Ramona Ricketts' money. Mm-hmm. Susan Tyrell and take all our money. Uh, it seems like they've been doing a lot of thieving and like what they gotta make some money from from uh, 
from the Turkey Hill. Why do I keep all Turkey Hill? Uh, Turkey, Turkey Point. Point. <laughs> yeah, from the like like camp or whatever it is. People come into dances and shows and stuff. Yeah, you need to throw up but, a concession stand, Belvedere, and make some yeah. money. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, they they seem to be committing victimless crimes. You know, they're just, like, still in hubcaps. <laughs> they still a car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, like, I don't care too much about property crime. Unless you burn Crabbery's motorcycle, then I'm pissed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> take one of the fuck home. Oh, this is where Mink's soul gets rolled in an iron lung. Just yelling. We're here. <laughs> I can't um, believe my daughter. Yeah, so Milton's going to get to get off because his parents are religious, speaking in tongues and stuff. Wanda's <laughs> going to get to go the fuck home. I guess Hatchet Face, too, because her parents showed up. Yeah. And then, obviously, Allison is going to get to go back with her grandma. Pepper gets her kids taken, uh-huh. but she gets to go home. Yeah, and uh, the judge is thirsty for grandma. Yeah. He's like, you're a fine, beautiful woman. Fine, beautiful, wrinkly woman. <laughs> So everyone, you know, more or less uh, is okay except for Crybaby. He's gonna, Pepper. <laughs> and Pepper lost her kids. Uh, Belvedere and uh, Ramona Ricketts are going to lose everything probably. <laughs> so except for their immediate family being completely devastated, <laughs> everything's fine. Justice served. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going. He's not going to jail, jail. He's going to like... Correctional Boys, correctional, correctional facility. Yeah, until he's 21. Uh, and so that's where we go next. And guess who's there? Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. He's got like a five minute cameo. Yeah. I know why the cage bird sings. <laughs> Cause he had to look at Willem Dafoe. <laughs> hey, pretty boy. Ooh. God bless my correctional officer. <laughs> oh, first though, when he's uh, going in, um, Eleanor comes and hugs him and he's like, Oh, he's, we're getting married. I'm having his baby. Yeah. And then I like the radio broadcast. It's like, Local drape and known hussy. <laughs> but yeah, they so they have a prayer before bedtime. And it's, I love my correctional officer. I love Nixon. It's not Nixon, it's Eisenhower. Eisenhower. He's a 50s, oh, no, goddammit. No, he says Eisenhower and he says Rome and then he says Nixon. Does he say Nixon? Uh-huh. No, well, he's vice president of the other time, so that's fair. Yeah. And yes, they all say it. Uh, then uh, Crybaby's got a little like um, milk jug guitar. And he does a sad song. And everyone's into it because they're like, God damn it, I hate being in prison and not being able to um, talk to my sweetheart too. They're all feeling it. Some of them are like, Shh, I don't know. I found love in here. Found love in a hopeless place. Cut to Bradford and, and uh, the Waffles and the school marching band. <laughs> yeah, the wa- what the fuck are they doing <laughs> in Charlottesville all over again? <laughs> they're going to take a six-hour march to Allison's house. <laughs> oh, <laughs> And then they jump like forward once and jump back twice. Yeah, it's going to take forever. And yeah, they're like, the Jews will not replace us. Blood and soil. Blood and soil. Good people on both sides, Sean. Shut up. I just like to think when they're turning to Austin, Brad's like. Yeah, that would be a real strenuous like escapade. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, it's like, that proves devotion or something. I can sing better than, than Crybaby any day of the week. Except any, any, Sunday when I rest my voice for the Lord. Any day of the week. Um, Yeah, so Allison heard the radio broadcast about Eleanor. Eleonora. So she's like, fuck Crybaby. I'm with this fucking dweeb now again. And so she's dressed like a square again. Goes out, kisses him. 
And he was like, hey, man, you want to sing at the theme park with me? There's a new theme park. We're gonna it's sing something it. a little wild, a little cool, a little crazy. <laughs> uh, I, I this is another indication that Grandma is like kind of, a, kind of an all right broad. She's like, you know, uh, you should really spend some time and just think about it, Allison. Yeah, when, before she runs out there. Yeah. She's like, oh, that fucking little prick's out there again. Maybe uh, you want to just think about it a little bit? She's like, nah. That ain't me, Grandma. I'm 17 years old. I don't know how to read. <laughs> and this is what I'm about. Oscillating between two boys. Because I'm 17. Fuck you, Spec. Oh, hello, Vonda. This is uh, <laughs> yeah. your, your new sister. You're going to live with her mother and potter. Oh, wait, first... <laughs> I just wanted to get to mother and potter. <laughs> mother and potter. Yeah, mother so, and potter. Yeah, Wanda's parents got an exchange student from Sweden. Um, and then Wanda's gonna get switched over with it. She's like, you traded me? And we didn't know what else to do. <laughs> it's funny to think about that. Because I feel like she'd probably go to Sweden and have a pretty good time in Sweden. She'd probably do alright in Sweden. Yeah. But, I mean, they don't got fucking rockabilly. They don't got that hillbilly shit Not in yet. Sweden. Not in the 50s. They do now, though. <laughs> I saw, like, a fucking Vice documentary that was, like, uh, greasers in Sweden. Yeah, they're probably just as racist as real greasers. Yeah, they had Confederate flags and shit. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was actually the point of documentaries, how they didn't understand the cultural and the sens- insensitivity of some of the shit they were doing. Mm-hmm. That's a, I feel like that's a lot of problems in some of the Scandinavian countries that I, that I see. Is that, uh, they have a very weird understanding of like uh, uh, the American black culture. Yeah, because they <laughs> don't have any really... Because they're all white. Is yeah, what they're it is. very far removed from it. <laughs> Just a lot of people in America are don't seem to understand it either. Yeah, that's right. And we call them politicians. <laughs> what? Uh, this woman, this black woman I brought in says Trump isn't a racist. I can't be a racist. I have a black friend. He's my best friend. What? Tell him. Tell him black. Tell him black, a friend. <laughs> See, well, take- I think I think the real racism is you calling me a racist. The best part of it to me, though, when <laughs> I said it, he hit like fucking black tokenism bingo. Not only that, well, yeah, that's great too because he's like, all right, well, first of all, you're racist. <laughs> also, I have a black friend. I, know I have black, black relatives. <laughs> and this woman is black, and she says Trump isn't racist. I don't understand. <laughs> What's the problem here? Um, we didn't let her speak and tell you or, or tell you that or anything. <laughs> we just brought her in. and She stood behind. She's me. a prop. <laughs> I'll point to her and talk. The best thing though is um. Uh, Rashida Talib said that in her speech, and immediately this motherfucker turns his mic on, starts yelling over her, blah blah. blah. So she just accuses him of being a racist and treating the other woman like a prop, basically being disrespectful. So his immediate response is, "I know what to do. I'm gonna yell over this young woman of color, freshman congresswoman, and just totally drown her out and yell about how she's racist and I'm not." So. Yeah, man, you're really coming off like a real respectful, understanding kind of dude. And then I'm going to cry about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, but good for Rashida. I, I, I couldn't fit the respect I have for Mark Meadows into a thimble. Mm. Well, maybe. Mm, it might just fill up the thimble. No, it'd be like I could get it into one of the pores on the outside of the thimble. <laughs> Yeah, good for Rashida uh, to leave, though. Especially, I didn't say he was racist. I said anyone who would do that is racist. (laughs) Feel free to read between the lines. Yeah, good stuff. It's a crazy world we live in. Oh, my best friend's black. (laughs) Come on, tell him. Tell him, my black friend. (laughs) Tell him, black friend. (laughs) We hang out, right? 
jeez. Uh, uh, yeah, she's not having that shit, though. She's not going to Sweden. She goes to hitchhike, shows a little leg. It's Nosy Joe. He's going to stick his big nose <laughs> where it don't belong. He's like, yay. He's going to stick your big, his big nose in your business. His big nose in your business. <laughs> he just wants more nudie cuties. Yeah, he's going to stick his penis in your vagina. Nah, he'd never do that to Wanda. <laughs> okay. She'd cut him up. I'm just saying, Kyle, that she needs to be careful. Taking she, rides from strangers. I think she knows what to do, man. Remember, she stabbed that dude with her titties in the, the ball. <laughs> she doesn't have a knife like old uh, Hatcher face, though. I'm sure she does. They're sure they're okay. knives. I'd be carrying a knife. <laughs> that's the one thing. Like, why isn't Hatchet face stabbing people in that that <clears throat> brawl at uh, Turkey Point? Oh, because that's how you go to jail forever. <laughs> oh no, no, you, nah. I mean, it depends on the length of the blade and where you get them at. <laughs> oh yeah. So before that, though, um, there's another great musical number where. Uh, uh, Dupree comes up and he's like, Crybaby, you gotta hear the, the radio. Allison's oh, yeah. on there talking shit. Crybaby, you're a jerk and a liar. And then Brian's like, oh, I sing better than you and my penis doesn't work as good, but um, my dad's got money. And <laughs> he owns a dealership. I like the Johnny Depp, but basically starts a prison riot because he's so angry. He, like, hears the, he's like, ah! And then do crazy like dance number and shit. They're banging hammers on everything. Fighting the police, getting water hose and shit. <laughs> oh yeah, but because of that, he gets thrown in the hole. The locked shoe. in the hole. Dupree gives him a crybaby tattoo. Which I mean, do they take your uh, your shoes when you go into the shoe? Because he doesn't have no shoes on. Probably. Um, I think like you just don't have laces, so you don't hang yourself. But mm. I guess maybe you just don't get shoes. Prison was, uh, if you can believe it, it was even more shitty than it is now. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he gets the murderer tattoo. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a teardrop for. Well, he's obviously planning to kill Allison. That's the. You think that's what it is? Yep. I think he's just like he's nah, got murder in his heart. I think I'm keep this one tear for Allison is gonna be permanent. She's gonna know it for. Oh yeah, he is gonna kill her. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and Dupree is an accomplice to it. <laughs> he's like, whoa, check it out. I'm not coming with you because I don't want to be directly involved. But <laughs> yeah, that's the funniest part. It's like here's how you'd escape, man. I'm gonna stay here, <laughs> which was probably a good choice because Crybaby does not make it out. No, well, it's because of that fucking rat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shawshank Redemption copied this stuff. <laughs> he's going through like the sewer and stuff. Frank Darabont, you hack. Stephen King, you hack. You hack. You wrote the short story before this movie came out. But I know you copied it somehow. <laughs> you dick. Um, then uh, Hatchetface and Milton. <laughs> they have a helicopter plane. Yeah, there's still a helicopter. And uh, I like when they land in the prison like yard. Uh, Hatchetface is just like, this is a jailbreak. <laughs> and then immediately start getting shot at and everyone's running around. <laughs> Does the cor- boys correctional facility have armed guards with shotguns? I would think so because they're like... That they're, that facility uh, down the road is a correctional facility for boys. I am positive they do not have armed guards. I bet they got dudes like beanbag guns. I don't think so. <laughs> they usually, Whenever side. a kid runs away, they usually just chase him down. <clears throat> oh. Uh, I don't know. This looks. This like is the fifties, though. Yeah, so you never and know. it looks like a straight up prison. <laughs> Everyone else in there with Crybaby looks like grown men. Neat. So yeah, someone got mustaches. Well, they go to there until twenty one. So yeah, that's true. Uh, the the jail jailbreak doesn't work. They just, yeah, like, they just run around like Crybaby, Crybaby. <laughs> 
and, and then, then some good black guys have to help them like jump in the, the garbage can and get out of here you dumbasses <laughs> fuck you doing I guess we'll stay here too <laughs> yeah so they have to escape themselves um, luckily they don't um, they're not like super unique dynamic looking human beings especially Hatrick face and everyone's so gonna catch there's her no, yeah there's no way they're gonna get caught for any of that stuff yeah and then this is where the rat tricks Johnny Depp <laughs> he's like hey follow me and he pops out in line to get his haircut and the rat's like <laughs> I like that they made the they like personified the rat <laughs> you know the rats can actually laugh they, they do like laugh and giggle and stuff oh, creepy why rats are cute? No, they're not. I like them. Garbage rats. Well, maybe not like dirty garbage rats. I think still think they're cute. And I'm like, sorry, you're so dirty. I don't want to touch you. <laughs> but uh, clean rats are the best kind of rats. Maybe take a bath, get a get a blood <clears> test <throat> or something. Yeah. Now it's uh, Belvedere, Ramona Ricketts, and Pepper are going to get the kids back. They're disguised as uh, some suburbanite squares. Yeah. <laughs> Like we're looking for two kids that are cool. Well, this one's Caucasian, but that's the only thing I can recommend about it. <laughs> I like that they're on display like uh, the reptiles at the zoo, <laughs> yeah. and they're all like performing domestic actions. <laughs> this one's mommy's little helper. Like they're different models. Maybe something with a little spunk. A little spunk. Yeah, and then they have uh, the baby drapes dressed up as other Siamese twins, <laughs> so no one will want to. Yeah, adopt that's them, they're trying to, trying to get them adopted. <laughs> She's like, no, you don't want these kids thinking all the clothes you'll have to sew and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but they just rip off their disguises and they're like, fuck you. We got a gun. We're taking all the kids. <laughs> Listen, I got a gun. We're setting these kids free. <laughs> and they, yeah, they have a little baby jailbreak. But where do the most of those kids go? That's not their problem. Yeah. I like Iggy <laughs> Pop running out with all the kids. He's once jumping. Again, he's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like to think he's high on PCP the entire movie. <laughs> I mean, in character, really. Uh, and then we cut to uh, Brad and the um, Miffles singing the second best song about the Sandman. Or maybe the first best song about the Sandman. Isn't the... Oh. Oh, you mean the Metallica song? Yeah. Yeah. Enter Nile. Um, I don't know. It's a toss-up. Because depending on my mood, I'm li- I like one more than the other. <laughs> neither of them are bad, but neither of them are really super great either. Bring me a dream. Um, so a lot happens in this performance. They keep pushing Allison out of the way, making a joke out of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lenore is turned into a square, and she now has the hots for Brad, and he seems to be into it. So didn't really see how that happened, but you know what? The seventeen-year-old kids, shit's fickle. Who knows what could happen day to day? <laughs> Lenore's just a crazy person. Yeah, I think that's the main thing. Brad seems like he's kind of crazy too. So no, 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 he seems perfectly rational. I'm sure they'll have some very interesting kids. But luckily, there's some mascots that were actually the drapes in disguise. We got a few of the, the dudes from the Black Gang are there, like Loki. Like, yeah, and we're here too. <laughs> we're here to rescue Allison. And then Iggy Pop does, dressed as the Easter Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> he swings in Tarzan style. Yeah, and grabs her. And Grandma's fucking on board at this point. She's just like, whatever. She got a skull and crossbones brooch from Ramona Ricketts. She's <laughs> holding one of the baby drapes. She's like... Man, this is just way more fun than that, like, finishing school shit I've been doing. <laughs> Let's get up to it. Uh, yeah, so their big plan big is... Big musical finish. Oh, uh, yeah, this song's dope, too. Um, they just, like, roll in. Uh, Allison's gonna be looking sexy. And just, like, you know, sing to the jailer, like, let him out. Let him out, let him out. 
And yeah, big musical number. Before he cuts his hair. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because there's a ticking clock. Are you familiar with the game Chicken? Chicken, chicken, chicken. Uh, so the judge does let him out because he's thirsty for grandma. They're going to activate that. He also really likes that song. That song is really fucking good. I'd let him out too. They'd be like, if someone rolled up and was seeing that for Ted Bundy, I'd be like, I shouldn't be a judge. (laughs) (laughs) You're like that one guy uh, (laughs) that let him escape from the live fiction of prison. (laughs) uh, He sang quite a beautiful song, and so uh, I feel compelled to let him out and and murder uh, three more women. Man, that guy's fucking got to hate himself. I'm surprised he didn't kill himself. <laughs> That's I said to Coops when we were watching yeah. like, I said this motherfucking kill himself. Uh, well, I should be uh, halfway to Canada myself by now. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Crybaby gets set free. They even gave him a new suit. And uh, he's giving a speech. And Brad's like, oh, yeah, well, my grandpappy threw a switch that killed your parents. And we celebrate it every Christmas, and we laugh and laugh. He brings out the calendar, and he talks about it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn, it was pretty fucked up, Square. That guy will later grow on to be a Supreme Court justice. Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> he likes beer. <laughs> I like beers, okay? So, yeah, that's Crybaby's like, we're going to finish this once and for all. You know what chicken is? And he's like, yeah. He's like, well, we're gonna do an even more extreme version. Of we're gonna do a chicken. We're gonna threat. I'm gonna. Threaten- we're gonna. We're gonna do a Teen Wolf chicken. <laughs> I'm gonna threaten the lives of my entire family. Because <laughs> yeah, when it gets down to it, not the baby's rapes. They they're not in there. <laughs> I was thinking. Um, I always thought it would be funny if they did put the baby. Yeah, me too. In there. Well, the entire time, I'm like, man, are they gonna put those kids in there? I feel like it I haven't seen this since I was maybe this movie since I was like 15 at least. Yeah, well, I watched it like a couple years ago at the latest. I feel like maybe that was the intention at one point because it's definitely in John Waters' like humor wheelhouse. Yeah, but I don't think they would have been able to get. Like, it. Ah, let's get. We want to keep this PG thirteen. Yeah, I think that might have changed things. Iggy's driving. Ramona Ricketts is in there. Um, Pepper's in there too, giving birth, and he's just riding on the top. It's uh, a it's a real Ricky Bobby situation. Yeah, the uh, squares. Um, are uh, the driver? He's got all the whiffles or whatever are in the car, and they also steal. Grandma. Austin's grandma and like, she's like, please, Brad, don't do it. It's stupid and dangerous. And she's, she's like, like you're yeah. born a square, you're going to die a square. We're going to die. All of us. New baby pops out. There's a fresh new baby as they're speeding towards each other, speeding towards death. Uh, Allison notices that, uh, oh, because there's, oh my God. There's someone, Carly uh, is giving a speech, right? He's like, yeah, we're going to play chicken, and I'm going to sing I'm gonna sing a song that my daddy would have loved while we're doing it. It's going to be something hillbilly. And then the crowd's like, ugh. And he's like, it's got to be something colored. And then they're all like, ah. <laughs> so he's got, yeah, he's doing one final duet with Allison. So she's performing, and he's just singing while he's on top of the car. And uh, they know, but Dupree and Allison notice that Grandma's in the car. Hop on the motorcycle. Uh, for some reason, her skirt gets torn off, but it's just like fucking show a little leg. Like, <laughs> Didn't you hear what the crybaby girl said earlier? <laughs> yeah, you gotta use your bazongas as a weapon. Pre and Allison don't end up saving the day or doing much, really. Yeah, Grandma crashes into a barn. <laughs> yeah, well, the fucking the whiffles get, turn. They get scared because they don't want to die. They chicken. Yeah, they chicken. Uh, so crybaby wins. Uh, Dupree like hits a bump and sends Allison flying. But luckily, right in to Crybaby's eyes. That's right. A real comical flight, too. I love it, too. It's just like, whoa. 
And then there's like two freeze frames in a row, <laughs> which is great. A great way to end the movie because it's like <clears throat> freeze frame where he catches her. And then it cuts to like everyone now has like one tear drop like crybaby. Yeah. Because they're all so impressed. And then it cuts to him and Alice one more time. And they both have two teardrops <gasps> in a freeze frame. And you're like, hell yeah. Greatest movie of all time. Thank you, John Waters. What do you think? It's the greatest movie of all time? I mean, I don't know what's the greatest movie of all time. I enjoy it. It's got some funny shit in it. <laughs> we take Wanda the fuck home? <laughs> That's the funniest line of the movie. Oh, okay. Can we take Wanda the fuck home? <laughs> yeah, that line's pretty good. I like all the subtle uh, social commentary that's in it, too. It's gonna be something colors. And the crowd is so, <gasps> so upset. <laughs> yeah, because that's the origin of a lot of like hillbilly, rockabilly, rock and roll music as you know it in the United States. I mean, that is the origin of rock and roll. Yeah, we get God from black folk. The da blues, da blues. That's like uh, Kevin Burns or whatever said. The only thing Americans invented that was good was jazz. I think that's what he said. Um, so thank you, black Americans, because <laughs> you're the ones that did it. All we, like, the only culturally significant thing that most white people in the United States did, for music anyways, is uh, they brought over some, like, that old folk music from, like, the England and Scotland into Appalachia and started yelling that shit in the mountains. <laughs> we helped a little bit in developing rock and roll and stuff, so. Thanks for that, I guess. Yeah, I, can't I got nothing to add to that one. <laughs> can't think of anything else until later on. Like, punk rock was mostly... Uh, white kids in the Queens, like the it was the white ghetto version of hip hop at the time, but that punk rock's just building off of rock and roll. Yeah, so. I mean, that's just it. You know, so um, cool. Thanks for music, Black America. We wouldn't have cool movies like Cry Baby without you guys. Thanks, and uh, tons of other. Even things. though you don't feature heavily in it, <laughs> they got a black gang in there. Uh, yeah. Interesting, they're called the Conks, because you know that's what. That was a cool hairstyle for black men from like the 20s to the 60s or so. Like little Richard did and yeah. stuff. You'd like <clears throat> straighten your hair with like fucking lie. So you get a pompadour. Which is like the hairstyle that I'll have in it. Which fucking man that seems shitty. That's why like Malcolm X was like. Fuck that bullshit. <laughs> uh, anyways. Cry Baby is a good movie. I love it. Um, we got a Patreon. Yeah, we got a Patreon. We I guess a, I should have. We should. I'll do it next time. But I'll we'll go over the tiers. There's two tiers. Two tiers. One dollars and five dollars, right? Yeah, one dollar, five dollar. We might add a twenty dollar tier later on. We're talking about it. Um, we got a website. It's McVentureProductions.com. You have a Twitter. It's at a Sean McDonald. Are you gonna get a Twitter? I keep saying I'm going to, and I just never get. Around I don't to think it. you're actually gonna do it. I don't believe you. Well, no, I'm like, I'm ready to pull the trigger on it, but then I just never like, oh, I should go to Twitter right now and sign up. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever we go to set up your stream, we're gonna do it. Okay. <clears throat> oh yeah, and then um, I'm gonna start streaming Friday nights. Not gonna be playing games necessarily. Just kind of. Kyle versus the internet. Yeah, I'm just gonna journeys kinda, into misery. <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna kind of be me, on the internet. Listening to music, looking at shit, talking to chat. Um, I might eventually have like special guests on it and stuff. If my <laughs> friends want to hang out once in a while, but that's about yeah, that's what we're gonna going on. Um, it's uh, I don't I don't want to limit it too much out at the art outset, but uh, if you're like just a boring ass like Twitch like meme lord kind of guy, like fucking don't watch my stream. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> like that's what I dislike about 
Twitch and YouTube the most is uh, just the bland, like, 15 to 30-year-old white boy internet nerds. Even though, like, I guess I kind of am that's, one. Uh, you're, just fall- you're outside of the 30-year-old range, yeah. I guess. But- um, yeah, I don't just want to hang out with you guys. So, uh, any fucking weirdos that want to hang out with me on Twitch, you're more than welcome to hang out. <laughs> what movie are we watching next? That's the other thing we gotta go over. What are we watching next? It's getting uh, warm outside. starting to head towards summertime. Always, like, makes me change my views on what movies I want to watch. And, like, what music I want to listen to and things like that. I have a seasonal... Uh, seasonal anxiety disorder. <laughs> Sad. Sad. Um, you know what would be good is probably Lost Boys. Lost Boys? I yep. think well, we, you were just thinking of that because we made a Lost Boys reference in this episode. Did we? Uh, Santa Claus, you're all a damn vampire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's watch Lost Boys. Though. I love all that, right, man. I'm down with Lost Boys. It takes place in Santa Cruz. Well, it's filmed in Santa Cruz. It's Santa Clarita. That's a made-up place. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Santa Carla? Uh, the new Jordan Peele movie takes place in Santa Cruz. Really? Yeah. Us. Us? Interesting. Um, at the Oscars, Spike Lee was so upset that Green Book won, he tried to storm out, and Jordan Peele had to stop him. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't hear that. I, I didn't watch the Oscars at all. I didn't either. I just like saw... like I, The only thing I saw is, uh, is uh, uh, him jumping on top of uh, Sam Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> um, Picture that. <laughs> yeah, I get it though. Uh, Spike Lee's worked his whole career to make like to have like a strong black voice in film and stuff like that, and then Green Book is just like a dumb white guilt movie, <laughs> cheesy as shit. So I'd be pretty pissed too. I don't know what he what he expected. I mean, he's not paid attention. I don't know. I'm. I'm like. That's the thing. Is I don't think he expected Black Klansman to win, even though easily a better movie than Green Book. But I, don't, it, I, I could definitely understand why he would feel insulted. Honestly, I just. I mean, I, I guess I get but, why yeah, he would feel insulted. From, what do you? I, I'm not surprised by. It. Every, yeah. I feel like everybody knew going in that they're that Green Book is going to win. Oh really? Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. Cause I mean, I don't know. I felt like I did. Just think about who. Is more who most of the academy is. It's old white people. Yeah, that makes sense. And what what kind of movies do old white people like? Movies that make them feel good about themselves. Mm. What movie makes you feel good about yourself? The Green Book. The White Which, Savior. Yeah. All right. Well, whack. I guess a lot of people are going to listen to this episode, and we're going to be SJW uh, snowflake whatever fuck you or whatever. But I don't give a fight me. You guys are all nerds. I already said it. You fucking nerds on the internet. Go to our website. Give us money. <laughs> Fucking nerds. Space Force. Space Force.